0: We have such a diverse cultural population here. It's just a very
1: welcoming community. Welcome to the Growing strathroy Caradoc podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Sampson, and I'd like you to join me as we explore strathroy Caradoc and what makes it a place where people and businesses grow deep roots. For this third episode, we explore what's behind the community's residential growth and we're making a simple case. People are moving here because it's a great place to live. That's the overarching message from today's guests. A couple of residents with very different experiences of the community. One is a longtime local who grew up here. The other is a newcomer who just arrived last year. And these guests aren't just residents. They're also employees of the municipality of Strathroy, Caradoc, which gives them extra insight into the community. By the end of this episode, They'll be sharing intel that even the locals might not know. Let's start with the longtime local.
2: I'm Jesse Vandervaart and I am a communications assistant for the municipality of strathroy Caradoc.
1: Jesse was born in Brampton, but when he was five, his father was laid off from his job there. That's when his father saw an opportunity to give his kids the kind of childhood that he had growing up in Ingersoll. Finding the perfect house with a big backyard in Strathroy
2: sealed the deal. He loved being raised in a small town. He was born in 1960, so he had that kind of childhood where he rode his bike and went fishing or went and played hockey on the pond. That, you know, sort of standard Canadian upbringing. And I don't think he saw that opportunity for us in Brampton. So I think for his children, he wanted us to grow up with that kind of tight-knit, small community upbringing.
1: Yeah, there's just something about a small-town childhood. So that was your father's vision for the family. But what was it like for you actually growing up in Strathroy?
2: I think people tend to romanticize their childhood in a great way. I can't imagine having a better childhood. It was and still is, I think, a incredibly safe community. And one where you tend to know a lot of people. So I went to school just across the street from where I live and all my friends lived local. So, I mean, evenings, weekends, over the summer, we were always playing at the park, at the school, road hockey games, tagging people's backyards. It felt like a kind of place where you could kind of pick up and walk around town with your friends and your parents really didn't have to worry.
1: Our other guest didn't grow up in Strathroy-Keradoc. She arrived last year after accepting a job offer from the municipality. Well, my name is
0: Heather Lalonde, and I'm privileged to be the development commissioner for the municipality of Strathroy-Keradoc.
1: Tell us a little bit about where you've lived and worked in the past.
0: Uh, My husband and I relocated here from Long Sioux, Ontario, which is a little settlement of about 2,000 people just west of Cornwall, Ontario. Um, So to put that in context, it's about a seven-hour drive. I was born in Peterborough, Ontario, and I was the Economic Development Officer for the City of Peterborough before becoming the Chief Executive Officer for the Economic Developers Council of Ontario. After working for the Economic Developers Council of Ontario for many years, I missed having the ability to make impact at a local level. Rural economic development has always been near and dear to me, so this was the perfect opportunity.
1: Heather considered opportunities elsewhere in rural Ontario, but Strathroy-Caradoc had a couple assets that made it especially attractive to her. We have family in the area.
0: You know, life lessons really teach you what is important. And and to me, family is important. So when this opportunity presented itself, it was a huge leap of faith, but I felt that the time was right. And through my former position, I was privy to hearing about all of the economic activity that was occurring in the Strathroy caradoc area.
1: And I wanted to be part of that movement. That was also attractive to me. As Heather mentioned at the top, the position that she was hired for was development commissioner. Here's what that means.
0: My role within the community is primarily collaboration or connecting the dots. So I work with individual businesses, stakeholders, groups, and investors. In addition to those primary duties, I work on special projects, including running an intercommunity transit line and the establishment of a skilled trade school. And now we're dabbling a little bit into the tourism sector as well. Every day is different here. Uh, And that's why I love economic development. How much time had you
1: spent here before
0: taking the job? I had spent very little time in Strathroy Caradoc. I had driven by it many times, going to visit family, um, did a lot of online research, a couple of drive throughs and uh, driven through the charming little downtown. All that I saw was opportunity. Every economic developer's dream. We're a real community, yet we're close to some major communities. We're close to the border. Uh, we have a lovely river that runs through a town. We have a, a very connected group of trails for those that like to hike. There's lots of events that are really family-oriented. There's a new arts and culture center being um, redeveloped in the downtown, so that's very exciting. Uh, we have everything here. We don't
1: have to leave here. We don't want to strathroy Caradoc may be the kind of place that you don't need to leave. But Jesse, like so many small-town kids, wanted to explore the world beyond his hometown. Which is to say that he hasn't always lived in strathroy Caradoc. He did venture a little further afield for a time.
2: So I moved to Cardiff, which is the capital of Wales in the United Kingdom. A big change for me. Because at that point I was 27 and I'd never really lived outside of, besides living in Brampton, I'd lived in Stratford my whole life. I moved there for teacher's college and I was there for just under a year, about 11 months. Um, Definitely very difficult, I'd say for the first six months. I ended up loving it, but if you lived one place your whole life, you start to see that as the center of the earth. And then when you go someplace else, even a place with a shared language, The cultural differences kind of open your eyes to the fact that where you live, for me, Stratford or Stratford, caradoc isn't necessarily the center of the earth. And it was cool to see the way that other people live and just the differences.
1: Cardiff is the biggest city in Wales, about the same size as London, Ontario. Jesse says some things were familiar, like the fact that it was welcoming, multicultural, and had a small-town feel. But there were certainly things about Cardiff and Wales in general that let Jesse know that he wasn't in Strathroy anymore.
2: The differences were in things like, I'm a big hockey fan, so I'm trying to make the least fan. And to go to school or go to work and not be able to talk to people about your regular sports team. And and they were all into rugby and football. The food was a little bit different. It was definitely like uh, British style food, pub food, meat pies, that type of thing. So those were the small things where where he kind of missed home a little bit.
1: How did your impression of Strathroy change while you were there?
2: I've always loved Strathroy. I've always been kind of like a booster of Strathroy and Mount Bridges and the community in general. But I think that grew while I was away. I mean, I think you always kind of take something for granted until it's gone. So coming back, I was kind of elated. I really enjoyed my time away, but I was pretty happy to come back uh, to catch up with old friends, to eat at restaurants that you've been eating at, you know, your whole life. But I think it helped me to maybe appreciate the community a little bit more.
1: Was there any question that you would come back specifically to Strathroy or were you, did you consider other places?
2: I actually had considered staying in Wales for a little bit longer just because some job opportunities had come up. But because I was missing home so much at that point, I did want to come home first and kind of see. And as soon as I got back, I think I knew that that was the right decision was to come home. I've always wanted to continue to stay rooted in this community. The only reason I could ever see myself leaving would be for work opportunities, maybe elsewhere. But there's just something that you can't beat about living. If you liked where you grew up, and I love growing up here, so I couldn't see myself really living anywhere. But here or somewhere, you know, within half an hour's drive of here.
1: So how did Jesse go from teacher's college to communications assistant for the municipality? He admits that teacher's college just about killed him, and the demand on his time and stress levels wasn't going to improve once he entered the profession. He decided to pivot.
2: When I came back to Strathroy shortly after a job opened up, the position was digital service squad member, and that was through uh, Digital Main Street. That's how I started here. And in that job, I was getting to help local business owners, and I was helping them kind of grow their online presence. So that was working with websites, uh, social media strategies doing some graphic design work with them and I really liked that job because I got to kind of commute all around the community and work with people and even now so I've moved uh, roles I'm in communications here now but when I go out to the market or when I'm driving around I still see a lot of business owners that I got to connect with.
1: The opportunity gave Jesse a chance to meet lots of new people and learn about their perspectives on his community that in turn affected his perspective.
2: I think the community is incredibly incredibly welcoming place. I think I always knew that, but I've been fortunate to see it a little bit more recently. I guess it's unfortunate, but with the conflict with Russia and Ukraine, we've had quite a bit of um, people come from Ukraine and actually end up in the community. And quite a few of them have actually opened businesses since they've been here. We just had an opening of a business in uh, downtown Strathroy, and it's a Ukrainian progi business. They mostly do pierogies, but they do bork, they do cabbage rolls, crepes, and Ukrainian bread. And, I mean, there were so many people there, it was actually spilling out onto the street. So seeing that kind of outpouring of support and just how much the community welcomes people, I think, like I said, I think I always knew it, but I'm fortunate now to see it a little bit more firsthand.
1: Strathra Karadok might be so good at welcoming newcomers because the community has had a lot of practice. Significant numbers of Portuguese, Dutch, and Hungarian immigrants arrived during the World Wars. They became thoroughly woven into the fabric of this community.
2: Growing up, in my Illinois, it almost felt like it was split equally between uh, Dutch and Portuguese population. And there's definitely like a flavor of that in the community. So in the downtown core here of Strathroy, there's the Dutch shop, and then we've got Portuguese bakeries as well. It's kind of nice because... Just last year, actually, I took a trip to Portugal, and it felt so familiar to me. Um, a lot of the foods I'd seen before, or at least had heard talked about. Yeah, it was kind of neat. It almost feels like you've adopted a second culture yourself um, through growing up and being at friends' houses and, you know, trying different things and learning a little bit of the language.
1: Heather has seen Strathroy Caradox welcoming nature on a broad scale, too, not to mention the fact that she experienced it herself. It's a really
0: interesting community because it's steeped in agriculture. And with agriculture comes uh, the opportunity to bring in temporary board workers every year. So, face of the communities really change because a lot of them have decided to stay, and uh, we have such a diverse cultural population here now. It, it really brings out the charm of of the inclusiveness that you experience when you come here as a new resident. You know, and I can speak from experience because I'm a new resident. It's just a very welcoming community. Without a doubt, I think the community's best assets are its people.
1: The warm welcome also extended to her husband, who didn't have any family ties or a nearby social network to rely on. He wouldn't be able to make friends at work either, because he retired just before moving.
0: Frankly, I was a little worried about him, because I thought, what is he going to do? He's in a brand new community. I'm going to work for the first time to an office, because I always work in my whole office. Uh, what's he going to do? Well, you know, I found my business network. He's found us, our social network. He's joined the golf club. He has his little leagues. He has discovered all the gems of the community. He's the one that's found the wonderful conservation areas and the trails and the great little Portuguese bakery and all those great little treasures we have here. So he loves it here. You know, I, I had no need to worry. The neighbors looked after him. You know, uh, we moved here in February, and they have a little program here called Snow Angels. So if you're not able to uh, shovel your laneway, you can register, and neighbors will come and help you. So there's a little crew in our neighborhood that goes around, and they shovel all the laneways together. So, you know, it's just one of those heartwarming communities
1: where it's easy to make friends. Heather's husband got an early start on finding the great local assets. But Heather has now explored and integrated enough to have our own favorite things about Strathroy-Karadoc.
0: One of the things that strikes me is the architecture here in town. We have uh, a plethora of yellow brick Victorian-style homes that really lend to the character uh, of the community and, and of course, the downtown. Um, You know, we have wonderful bakeries, some nice eateries, really lovely retail. It's very charming. And, you know, I'm a golfer. My husband's a golfer. We live down the road from the golf course. But we have two golf courses in Strathroy, which is a really small community. And uh, we're so close to London. We're so close to the border. We could cross into the U.S. within 40 minutes. So we really like the location.
1: In previous conversations, you'd mentioned the market. Do you want to talk a little bit about that?
0: I would love to talk about the market. We have a couple of night markets during the year, but every Saturday morning, we close off the downtown streets, and uh, which comprise of two streets. Uh, but we have a farmer's market, and uh, that's where everybody goes to meet. It's almost a gathering spot. Lots of vendors in our downtown shops open up. Um, so it's a, it's a lovely time to just be able to stroll down the street and, and support your local farmer. And
1: have you been to the night markets yet?
0: Been to both of them so far. They are really well attended. You know, we have entertainment and, again, vendors and lots of people go downtown for dinner and run into each other. And, you know, last Saturday night, there was a dance dance floor in the middle of, of an intersection. So that was fun.
1: The night markets are among Jesse's favorite local events, too, and echoes Heather's sentiment about them being a meeting place.
2: They offer wristbands that you can like, they license the streets so that people can have a drink and kind of walk around and see the different vendors. It's a really cool way to get to know the community as well. So if you go to more of these events, you kind of see some familiar faces and kind of make some connections.
1: If the night market is starting to sound like an adult event, you're getting the wrong impression. They're great for kids, too. I was talking to one of the shop
0: owners and she told me that her six-year-old said that it was his best night ever because, you know, they we have a children's area and crafts for them and it's just it's really nice Uh, and that's why we're trying to create one around the holiday season as well we also have hometown festival that starts off on a friday night with this huge car show there's about 300 classic cars that show up so that again they shut down the streets and there's a big carnival and vendors so uh, i love it because it's really important when you're trying to attract families to a community that there's something for the children to do you know, we, we have a camp program here in the summer that people come from all over to participate in it. The numbers are astounding for the size of community and the different. We have a museum camp, we have an art camp, we have a basketball camp. You know, there's camps for every interest.
1: She is not exaggerating about the camps. Just about every sport is on the list. If your little ones are a little bit more artsy like myself, there's a camp for visual arts, theater, becoming a mini-museum curator? Or if they're the hands-on type, maybe they'll like a camp to learn how to be a carpenter or a chef. The offerings for adults and seniors are broad too. Adult volleyball and basketball, seniors jamborees, euchre, swimming lessons, pickleball and skating, just to name a few. But Jesse says the options aren't limited to camps and rec programs.
2: The event offerings, I think, are really great. They're kind of a low cost option or most of the time free um, for people to engage with so uh, this summer we're doing three outdoor movie nights one in strathroy one in mount bridges and one in melbourne Uh, we do an easter event at the fairgrounds recreation complex and that involves free skating uh, free easter egg hunt an easter bunny comes out winter fest which will take place in strathroy actually at the fairgrounds as well and that follows up After our annual Christmas parade, which takes place downtown Strathroy.
1: Strathroy-Caradoc has a great calendar of community events and organized recreation. But it also has a great stock of independent recreation opportunities for all ages that make use of the great outdoors. Here's Jesse again.
2: I personally really enjoy some of the local trails that we have. Prior to working for the municipality, I actually worked for the local conservation authority. So the Strathroy Conservation Area, it's got a great set of trails Clark Wright Conservation are just outside of, of Strap, where you're kind of going towards Melbourne, Mount Bridges area. They do an incredible job. So that I know within the past year or two, they've upgraded a lot of the trail systems. They've added uh, like a chip and dust trail. And they've also added, um, I believe they're a four-foot wide boardwalk through a lot of the trails. So for me personally, that's a big thing that I like to do. It's my kind of main form of recreation is getting out and walking my dog. Uh, I went for a walk last night through the Strathroy Conservation. I got an ice cream at a local place and took a walk through there. And there's also quite a few parks as well. Um, So many parks that I can actually wrap my head around it. So there are quite a few within Strathroy, a bunch in Mount Bridges. um, And they seem to be sort of slowly being upgraded. There was a park here in Strathroy, Salisbury Park, that was just redone. They put in the half-court basketball. They got like a natural playground. And I guess another asset of the community actually is the Fairgrounds Recreation Complex here in Strathroy. They've really grown the offerings there. So they put in beach volleyball, they've got uh, tennis, and they've got pickleball. They put in a full court outdoor basketball court. They just opened up now the All Wheels Park, which is uh, an accessible uh, skate park, be used with any sort of non motorized wheeled option. So rollerblades, skateboards wheelchairs, scooters, those types of things. And that just sits right beside the outdoor model railroad. And then there's also the pool, which is there as well, the aquatic park.
1: Throughout my conversation with Jesse, he mentioned restaurants and food several times, and I got the impression that he might be a foodie. I was right. Here are some of his favorite places and personal recommendations of where to
2: eat. For people who come to the community, their first stop should probably be downtown Strathroy. I just think it has kind of a unique pool of businesses. We have those Dutch and Portuguese businesses downtown that kind of reflect those populations. There's a pretty popular spot downtown Strathroy called the Bonnie Shop. They're incredible, but we've also got some cool businesses that have opened up. We've got a craft brewery and then there's a business that's opened up recently called Cookie Bar. So they make these massive, I think they're a pound cookies. They're delicious. And they also serve some drinks there as well. Lotus Thai in Mount Bridges is really good. There's a cute jam place in Melbourne called In a Jam. All these kinds of places.
1: As we've heard, Jesse and Heather are both employees of the municipality of Strathrae-Caradoc, which means that they see their old slash new community with a different perspective than the average resident. They see the inner workings of the municipal government and everything that happens behind the scenes in making strathroy Caradoc a great place to live and do business. I wondered if they're seeing anything coming down the pipeline that you, as a current or future resident of the municipality, should be excited about. Let's start with Development Commissioner Heather.
0: There are some exciting projects. We have a new fire hole on the books. We have a new arena on the books. We have the Wright Family Art Foundation. Um, they're a well-known musical family in southwestern Ontario with deep roots into Western University, but they were residents here. So they started a foundation, and uh, the group bought a Main Street building. So they're in the process of uh, doing some community consultation about with residents really want to see downtown, and uh, then they'll be doing their retrofitting of the building. So from a things-to-do perspective, that's really exciting.
1: And now here's an upcoming project that our longtime local, Jesse, thinks will be an important addition to the
2: community. I think the biggest thing that's probably creating a little bit of excitement and will continue to create excitement as more people learn about it is the development of a new community center slash arena in Mapridges. The local hockey team in Mapridges, the Bulldogs, and I know that that team means a lot to the community. They're celebrating their 50th year. Most people either grew up playing hockey there or going for public skates or figure skating or whatever it might be. So I think that's something that's really going to excite people and I think it's going to draw in a lot of people as well.
1: Being on the inside of strathroy Caradox municipal offices has given Heather and Jesse more than just insights on the projects. It's also given them a chance to get to know the people who are making them happen.
0: Well, the first thing I noticed was the cohesiveness of the team. We have a very uh, diverse workforce here. That brings in a myriad of talents um, and perspectives. We had a new council, almost like a fifty percent uh, turnover in this last municipal election. So we have some continuity, but we have new and fresh ideas as well. And everybody works really well together.
2: I grew up with a lot of appreciation for the community. That's a big reason why i've I've stayed and I've chosen to come back. But working for the municipality, you see all of the work that goes in. To some of the offerings. Our SAP here, I would say a majority are probably from the area, from starting at London anyway. And all members of SAP, they seem to work tirelessly to make sure that from the time you walk in the door at the customer service perspective, they're incredible. All the work they're doing to ensure that the programs are running properly, just that they're offering the best services at the, the most affordable cost and sort of looking at the well being of the community. I've not met anybody yet who doesn't want what's best for the community.
1: If you're a local, I hope you learned a few things about your community, or at least were reminded of the great things and people right in your backyard. If you're not a local, but this sounds like a community that you'd like to live in, find more information about Strathroy Caradoc via the links in the show notes. If this sounds like a community you'd like to invest in, Heather would definitely love to hear from you. You can find her coordinates and more information about the community at investstrathroy-caradoc.ca. Growing Strathroy Caradoc is produced by Storied Places Media. Thanks for listening.